Welcome to Inside the Warehouse. What is the warehouse? It is a hybrid digital analog recording studio set inside of a nuclear fallout shelter right here in Sioux Falls. That's right, a nuclear fallout shelter. We use a combination of new and vintage equipment to achieve the sound you want. And we have a live room that can accommodate an entire symphony. This is the warehouse. just listened to was Mark doing a sound check on Chris's acoustic guitar while Chris was playing along with the drums we heard from the last episode. Hi and welcome back to the warehouse. Today we are going to listen to recordings made while we recorded the acoustic guitars. The recordings took place on Super Bowl Sunday. I was at home watching the game about halftime I suppose when Mark called and said they were going to go ahead and record. I really wanted to watch the game, but I headed off to the studio. And as it turned out, the studio was a lot more fun than the game. Next, Chris is listening to a playback of his guitar tone while Mark discusses microphones. And then this is the red one in stereo. Oh yeah. You like that or? Yeah. Okay. That's usually what I do with See how much wider? I mean, so if even I take this one out, it it's stereo, but it's really wide. You yeah. know what I mean? So it kind of almost sounds phasey without it. Yeah. But if I stick that one middle one back in, that's what gives it all its oh, body. Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. Do you like the tone of it, or I feel like it's maybe a little muddy. I think it could be a little higher. Sure. But like I said, I don't, it's hard, it's easier to take away than it is to add. Oftentimes, Mark will double mic the acoustic guitar so he can have a choice of one or the other, or sometimes both. Chris's girlfriend, Jody, joined us for the recording session. Chris was about to start recording Love Defining Girl when his pager went off. Chris has a job that requires him to be on call occasionally, and as luck would have it. it might get a little chilly. I have to turn the furnace off while we record, otherwise it's too loud. So. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. That's not good, is it? What is that? That's his beeper. Got oh. his deal where he's got to go? He might. Is that your on call? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know what song you 
Mm. Love defining girl, I think. the quirks. Jody discuss concerts while Chris is at work. Yeah, you got a full musical weekend. That's how I like it. <laughs> I go to as many concerts as I can. I just, I'm terrible any, about any that. Any genre, just, I'll go. I'm terrible about that. I feel like, and I've been playing in a band since I was 15 years old, mm-hmm. and I just don't like going to concerts. Really? I, I don't. I, I just never have had good experiences where I, I, I don't know why, but I always seem to get behind some dude that's eight foot tall but needs to be in front of me. <laughs> oh, Friday night that happened to us. I about flipped my freaking shit. Yeah, like These why? women next to us, like, were in and out, in and out. And then finally one of the times they come through, the lady laughs and she goes, Oh, we're going to be those people. I said, are you? Because if you are, that's not going to fucking work for me. I'm not getting up again. You're going to go that way. Right. <laughs> and like, they were kind of laughing and kept walking. And this dude that was on the other side of Chris, he goes, God, thank God you said something. I said, yeah, and I was serious. They thought I was kidding. He goes, oh, no, I knew you were serious. <laughs>
said that he was going to be gone for about an hour so mark gave jody an update on the recording process so far so how's he sound so far it's going pretty good good yeah it's going really good i i would say it's been um it was a lot the drummer really that came in saturday really really tried to get all eight done mm-hmm I've been doing this too long, <clears throat> knowing that even if he was totally new every song that he wanted to do, it usually takes about an hour per song mm-hmm. for drums, and 
we were kind of making it up, not making it up, but mm-hmm. critiquing and figuring yeah. out while he was doing. So it was, he did a great job and got five done, but he was burnt at the end. He, yeah. His mind was just fried. Yeah, he was, Chris was saying that. He had been yeah. playing for probably five and a half hours straight. Mm-hmm. So I thought it went really, really well. I thought what we got was good. Uh, one of the songs we tried to do, um, I'm terrible. I don't even know the names of my own songs, so I'm sure now I'm not going to know his. Um, Such a Fool. Mm-hmm. We tried to do that one. Uh, I've got an idea for a really kind of busy bass line for it. Mm-hmm. And we had just done Remember When. So that mm-hmm. song was like fast. like mm-hmm. And Such a Fool is not. Yep. So it really was like, it didn't wasn't gelling. It was, I felt like it was going good and I felt like Chris is really easy to work with. So we tried for a little bit on the Such a Fool thing and it just wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And no one got mad. No one was like, mm-hmm. oh, uh, you know, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, and then we were able to kind of get one more done. Uh, what is this? Is that the one? Yeah. What this is. What this is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got that one done and that turned out really good too. Uh, so yeah, I'm happy. So I think what we'll do is try to track some acoustics tonight. Uh, and then I'll start working on, I need to do a little bit of editing. Mm-hmm. Thing with him is he's so good and he knows his song so well that I can just let him play to the click and he doesn't, if the drum has to be moved or something, it's not gonna affect him. Mm-hmm. But so now I'll probably not do anything with him on Thursday and I'll do, come in and edit and get mm-hmm. the drums kind of all tight and where I want them. Yep. Uh, and then we'll start adding bass and kind of working on what we want to do for keyboards. I got a pretty good uh, Scott Smith. He's actually a Nashville guy, but he plays for Ron Keel now. Oh, okay. He said he would play on it. So that would be kind of cool because he can, I think there's some songs that I'd like actually Hammond on, like an organ sound. Mm-hmm. It's always nice when someone knows actually how to play the Hammond and yeah. make it wobble yeah. and do all that fun yeah. stuff. So I think, uh, and then I think in about two weeks we'll try to do them other three songs. Mm-hmm. I'd like for us to get, and I thought originally it would maybe be Such a Fool, would mm-hmm. be a single, the first one, but it's amazing how much drums change them. Yeah. Like they just, I know it, I just know it, I was a drummer and I, you know what I mean? Like, but it is, like you take a song and it's like, I don't know how strong that song is. And then you put drums behind it, and you're like, oh, that? Now yep. we could do this, and we could yep. do that. So Such a Fool was right off the top. When I listened to them all, I thought, oh, that's it's a really good song. It's really mm-hmm. strong. That's the one. But now I'm like, oh, I don't know. So yeah. I feel like we've got plenty to work on. Um, I don't want to get things strung out too far. I, I like to be able to get the drums, the other three songs done. So we can semi do things in groups that we can do in groups. So if uh, if we have a player come in, say a piano player or whatever, Scott yep. come in, having all the songs done enough to where he, if there is simple stuff that he can play on everything, yeah, to be able to get it all done, to him, instead of having him come in yep. multiple times. So yeah, that would be good. So it went as well as <clears throat> the five songs. I have no like, oh, I wish I would have done that. You know, mm-hmm. they sound great. I like the drum tones. I like everything. Um, I think Rich felt bad because I think the drummer really wanted to get all eight done. He really thought he could do it, but at the end he basically said, "I'm done." Like, like yeah. at six o'clock, he was like, "I can't do another one." I was like, 
I couldn't believe you did the last one. Yeah. Actually, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. Mark and his sister Mary have been practicing down at the studio where they are going to be going out performing as an acoustic duo. At one point, they invited family and friends to the studio for a private concert. Mark suggests to Chris that maybe they should do the same thing. Yeah, it was, uh, well, maybe I have to do that. You know what? Maybe we'll do that. That'll be fun. Like, last week, we, me and my sister played acoustic deal, just covers, mm-hmm. and, uh, we had a little thing here. Just had about 30 or 40 people here. Mm-hmm. They just brought their own beer and whatever they wanted to drink, and we had it at the bar and had snacks or whatever, and yeah. people just hung out. Yeah. And everybody likes to be in the studio. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They liked all the yeah. guitars, and... But then me and my sister played for an hour. Yeah. It'd be cool. Maybe you could pull, we could do something together. Like, you just play for an hour, I'll, we'll play yeah. for an hour. And That'd be cool. Something like that. Sure. It's a great... When people came here, they were like... One of the things they liked about it was... When you're playing your music, you're playing... No one, There's not bar staff going on. Mm-hmm. There's not a bunch of... Yeah. It literally was a private little concert, mm-hmm. you know? And they really liked that. Yeah. And it's so laid back. It's all the people you, people you know, so you can have fun. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you can literally have. I told you that I just botched some jazz. Right. Couldn't get out of it. Decided <laughs> I was going to stop the damn thing. I won't be in your sight. Well, that's. Are you, are you the critic? Like if he messes up words and all. No, that? I don't say anything to him. I just notice when she's singing along, and I'm like. Oh. Right. I just know lyrics. So my daughter, my 15-year-old daughter, knows every lyric of every song that I've ever written or ever performed, because she has my playlist and my Spotify. So literally, she knows when I screw up, and I hate it, because she sits right there and is like, and I'll get done with a song, and I'll look at her, and she'll be like, I'm like, come on, I was close. And she's like, you screwed up that word, that word. You didn't even sing the right thing on that. And I'm like, honey, you try doing all of this and remembering all of that. That is, I told them that. I said, I've never said anything to you about lyrics or messing them up because I can believe that it's probably really hard to do all of that. And then she got me the little shit I was being a smart ass to her halfway through the deal. And I got to one of the last songs. I couldn't remember how it went. Like, I couldn't remember the melody line. Yeah. I said, Emma, how's that song going? She got a huge smile on her face. She started singing to me. I was like, yes, thank you. I got it now. <laughs> so I was like, man, I apologize if I was giving you a hard time, Emma. You helped me out. <laughs> I could not pull it into my head how it, oh, yeah. how it went. That. That's just a terrible feeling. Like, right before, and you're yeah. like, how does this go? How does this go? How does it go? How does it start? What's the first line? And, uh, most of the time, right after I start, I'm like, Bleh, and it goes out. Like, yeah. Thank God, something in my brain right. just said, go. Next up, Mark discusses an idea that he has for Love Defining Girl. Got it. <clears throat> I just want to see if an idea, I've been goofing around on a guitar. I just want to see if something works in here. Okay. You can come in. All right. <clears throat> it's like a 
can't figure out. It's in my head, but I can't. I can't get it out. It's one of them deals. You know what I mean? Like you can kind of hear it. Yeah. Um, Here you doing there, it sounded... Yeah, it's like a little.
take you to Pleasureland. That was Granola with a minute-long fade-out and their song, Yogurt. For recording sessions, I set up a couple of mics with my portable studio and just hit record, then sort through everything later. Uh, During the drum sessions, I ended up recording over six hours and ended up filling up a memory card. How many gigs you got left? Oh, I got a 32 in now. Oh, you ain't messing around? I'm not fucking around this time. I don't know when uh, my recorder quit yesterday, but I had filled up a gig memory card. Wow. (laughs) Jeez. And most of us of us is going. <laughs> probably nothing too. Exactly. I think we probably got the. Uh, well, we did get the forty minutes where we were all up front eating and, <laughs> and recording absolute silence back here. They'd hear. So Furnace. from live six oh five, I'll be like, and now let's listen to forty minutes of silence. <laughs> let's hear the furnace go on and off. Yeah. At the studio. Mark has a birthday coming up soon and is going to Nashville. So what are you doing in Nashville? Nothing too much. I mean, just going to go. Like, we never... Pam and I never go on vacation. Just never. It's not like a big thing for us. Like, for money, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so much money that it's just not a big... But I'm getting older now to where I've never been to Nashville. I've always wanted to go. So we just found tickets, and I was like, I'm, I want to go over my birthday, which is the 24th, and my sister's birthday is on the 21st, so I thought it would be great. She's going with me. Uh, but she works for the school system, and she couldn't really get off. So it's President's Day or something on the, that Monday. Like, we're leaving on a Friday. We'll be back on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. She already was off Monday, so she said I'd rather go that. But we're just going to go. I want to go to Jack White's studio. He has a studio mm-hmm. called Three Man. And you can, Saturday morning, I think you can pay 20 bucks and get a tour of the whole thing. And they press records there, actual vinyl records. Um, I think the Nashville, like the um, country music Hall of Fame thing, you can... United maybe Studio B and United which was like Chet Atkins and Studio I mean it's pretty old um, no you know go to a few bars I, I think talent there on a freaking Tuesday night is probably yeah talent that is way out of my league you know good so I, I just want to go and hang out and just kind of feel Nashville Nashville yeah um there is one, like, I guess there's one bar there that's pretty cool. It's like, uh, it's kind of like that new thing in Harrisburg where it has all the games, like arcade games. Oh, yeah. But at this place, it's free. Every arcade game is free. And you can go in there and drink beer and hang out. And I thought that would be kind of fun. I love old arcade games, you know, Pac-Man, all that bullshit. Joust. You remember Joust? Oh, yeah. I love that game! Yeah, fly! Fly, motherfucker, fly! <laughs> Uh, so excited about that Um, my nephew's down there Uh, he works at he actually works for the Grand Old Opry uh, Hotel 
the big huge monster downtown. He's an IT guy there, so hopefully he'll have some fun stuff to do. He's, I get to see my new, I don't know what should be a cousin, I suppose. They just have a daughter, a little girl. So I'm to see her. But it's going to be pretty quick. It's Friday. We get there probably at 5 or 6. And we leave Tuesday morning by 11 or, you know, I'll be at the airport by 9. So nothing crazy. Just to get away to say I did something for my birthday. And then next won't be this fall. So about a year away, I suppose. Somewhere about a year away. A little more than a half. We're going to Ireland. We're going to do a, like a two-week trip to Ireland. My um, friend just went out there. Did he? Yeah. And that's like a huge bucket list thing for me. That's a huge thing to go to a pub that's built in freaking 1700s. Yeah, he had pictures of him. and I haven't talked to him, but I saw all the pictures on Facebook of you know, drinking Guinness or whatever. Yeah, with some old Irish dude and that's exactly 80 years. Was. Yeah, and I was just like, I want to do that. The dude speaks the same language I do, but I bet you I won't be able to stand a fucking yeah. shite, he says. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. So we're gonna do Ireland, and I think we'll we'll end up going. We'll go to London, and then we'll kind of train and kind of do a training thing all the way through. Nice, that'd be sweet. So, them are my two big things that I'm doing. Kind, that's kind of for my 50th birthday. Also, it'll be Pam's 50th. She's a year and a half younger than I am, so it'll be. I'm going to end today's show with some sample of the acoustic guitars that we recorded. The songs are Remember When, Open Your Eyes, Love Defining Girl, and Hand Grenades and Serenades. Remember, go out and support live and support local. You can go out and support these bands by going to the clubs that they perform or going to iTunes and purchasing their music. Thanks for listening, and next week we will hear more from Chris and Inside the Warehouse.
we would like to thank Live 605. And most of all, you, our listeners. Please come back next week, and we will find out what's happening inside the studio. Until then, support Live. Support local. song I was you tell me if this isn't fucking I just thought, man, that's fucking, that's brilliant shit right yeah, there. that's pretty awesome. Isn't that originally a song by Darkness? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking awesome. I ran across that. I did acoustic stuff or whatever. And yeah, it's just, I mean, they just simplify it. It's just awesome. <laughs> 